0: My name is Mary Beth, and I am the Manager of Events, Marketing and Athletic Communications at the University of Toronto in Ontario, Canada. I have been here for over 15 years and I've essentially held this role since I arrived, um, although it has evolved as I've been in it. So um, that's been something to, to really experience, I'll, even though the title hasn't changed. There's been an evolution for sure. I am on my second year on the board, and I am a representative on the board. Um, this is my second year.
1: What drove your interest to serve on the CoSIDA Board of Directors?
0: That's really interesting question, and um, I think really it's the connection between the integration um, and opening doors and opportunities for Canadian SIDs. So we've always, we've you know, um, been a part of Casada for a number of years. Uh, there, my mentor, Paul Carson, and and Jack Newman, who was the first Canadian a part of the board, have were involved. 25, 30 years ago. Um, But it really uh, was brought to my attention when I first got hired on that this was definitely an organization that I wanted to be a part of as part of professional development and opportunity within the space and the role as a communicator at the collegiate athletic level. So it was something that I took seriously. And I really, um, I, I wanted to learn and soak up as much as I could from various counterparts. Uh, across North America, so as I've grown into more of a um, how would a senior role in the Canadian SID world, <laughs> one of the more elder states people, um, I thought it would be good and beneficial for the growth of athletic communicators in Canada to help bridge and understand and open up these opportunities and uh, and really. Connect the two worlds, if you will.
1: What are you most thankful for? Number
0: one, is I am thankful for my health, I am absolutely thankful for that. I'm thankful for the opportunities that I have uh, and the job that I have. Uh, I love going to work. Um, you know, it's not it's a get up and go to work day. It's like what's happening at work today, um, and I enjoy the environment that I am. I've always been um an active participant in sports and athletics and I think this is an extension of that and and it's a, it's a passion for me so I I love what I do I, I mean I was just talking about this today and I talk about it quite often about how I get to be a part of watch sport um you know take great interest in it and help other people enjoy their sport um and athletics at a collegiate level so it's something. Um, that I was a part of, I was a student athlete at the University of Toronto and I played hockey here. So it's, it's been a, a gradual kind of evolution, if you will, of, of the opportunity and the, me being thankful for what I was able to do at school and play sport. And now I'm able to give back. And, and I'm very thankful for that. I'm very thankful for the opportunity to be able to do that. and and enrich the lives of student athletes as they come through university in a very critical time in their development and um, see that development through sport.
1: Uh, What are you passionate about in life?
0: I am passionate about uh, living life. I am passionate about being passionate, actually. Uh, I love getting up every day and taking on the world and what it has to offer And going back to the earlier question about being thankful, I'm thankful I can do that. I am passionate about sports. I love athletic competition. I am very passionate about family and my friends and, and my friends who are family in my world, first and foremost. So that's, I mean, yeah, I think those might be my top, my top buckets, but I I am passionate about living my life to the fullest each and every day, not knowing If it's promised tomorrow.
1: What's something on your bucket list?
0: Woo. On my bucket list. Um, I think there are, I'm going to group it into one, but there are a few elements. So there's some like major sporting events that would be on my bucket list. Like the, like Wimbledon or the French open, Um, you know, a grand Prix event in monaco things where i can explore i love to travel so i i love learning new things and new cultures and new places but i also love the tie into sport i've been very fortunate in this job obviously to experience uh, some great things but bucket list items would be attending sporting events in other countries like some of the world like a, a soccer world cup um would be fantastic to go see and uh I mean one is coming to North America which hopefully I can be a part of um but yeah I think some of those things would be my bucket list I have been at the Super Bowl very fortunate to be the Super Bowl I did do that one year I've been to the World Series when it was in Toronto um but yeah so I'd like to do some of those things abroad
1: uh what's something the COSADA membership doesn't know that makes board membership so rewarding
0: I think it's the opportunity to help and serve really we're we're kind of taking feedback and, and what we learn from the membership and what their needs and wants are, and, and hopefully helping to deliver mm-hmm. on, on those supports and the opportunities and development professional or otherwise that, that they seek and that they need. So it's, it's rewarding to be able to serve and give back and, and, and work through some of the um, elements that they require in their day-to-day job or for future jobs. Um, But I think it's serving. It's it's very rewarding to help others attain uh, goals in their life or opportunities in their life that they're looking for.
1: What's your biggest challenge as it relates to the profession now and in the future?
0: I think one of the biggest challenges is you don't have enough hours in the day to do what you want to. I think as communication professionals, we work extremely hard and we work very long hours and extend ourselves um, for the for the for the cause, if you will, and, and for what we do. But really and truly, I wish there were more hours in the day, so I could accomplish more and I could I could help more and do more. Um, but you just there isn't, so you've kind of that is a bit of a challenge. I think. In this profession and in, in my job, I'm very fortunate I have a, an AD who is very supportive of this role and um, this role within the bigger administration um, of athletics at U of T, but I know that I'll, that's not the case for everybody. So a challenge is to ensure that everybody values and understands the role of communication professionals at the collegiate level and collegiate sport level and, and uh, the value they bring um you know to the entirety of the program um and what they do is integral uh without them a lot would fall through the cracks and not get done um so i I think that is a big challenge to to increase that awareness across um all universities i think staffing as always, like, I'd love to have more staff, again, to be able to do more things, to take on more projects. We have a very large program at U of T, and I have a great staff. I just would love to have a few more bodies to be able to support, you know, everybody to the fullest, to our fullest potential. So, um, and I, I don't think I'm alone in, in that one there for a number of schools. So, um, yeah, those, those would be some of the biggest challenges.
1: If you could change one thing about working in an athletic communication office, what would it be?
0: I think it would be compensation for the staff that work in in that particular office um, is what I would change. Uh, I wish everyone could be compensated um, fairly um, for the work and the effort and the hours that they put in. And I, I just don't think that's the case, especially across the board. Um, so I think that's one thing I would change is, is increasing the, the awareness of their value and then being compensated accordingly for the work that they do.
1: Can you tell us something that very few people know about you?
0: Well, there's a lot of people in Canada that don't know a lot about me because I, I am Canadian. <laughs> I don't see them or interact with them on a daily basis. Um, but I played, I played, some people may know this. I played hockey at the University of Toronto. I did have a season, um, where I did not have any penalty minutes. I went an entire season without a penalty. And that was actually, uh, a trivia and our end of year kind of awards gala. It was on a, the trivia questions that we did. So I was, a uh, I was a question on our trivia answers at the end of the year, but yes, I didn't have a pen. I didn't have any penalty minutes one year. I also have four years of eligibility still to play because uh, we were not a national sport. Uh, We were, when I was playing, and this might be dating myself um, we didn't acquire eligibility the same way. So I still have four years of eligibility. I could come back as a student athlete (laughs) if I wanted to um, which I don't. Yeah. And then one last thing that revolves around hockey is that um, I played with six Olympians, six players who went on to compete at the Olympic Games for Canada. So that's pretty cool.
1: (laughs) And how would your best friend describe you in four words or less?
0: Loud, but lovable. (laughs) It can be loud, but lovable. (laughs)